Welcome to episode four with Alicia Kozakevich. Welcome everybody to episode of the 24-Hour Hustle Show. I'm your host, Anthony Freeze, and today we got accomplished guest Alicia here. I'm excited to be able to sit down with this young woman. Um, very accomplished. Um, and quick story, even just how I um, got an opportunity to meet you um, was actually uh, online. I just sent her a message. I felt like she was an accomplished person. Um, one of the things that I've seen was, you know, she's an actress, motivational speaker, model, survivor, um, great story. And uh, one of the things that I asked her when I reached out was, you know, what inspired you to, you know, get into all these different things? And uh, I remember like it was yesterday, you sent me like a link, like like the story was too long to tell me, and then I was just like blown away. So uh, I'm excited to have you on the show, be able to share your story, some of the things that you're doing now, and then what you got going plan for the future, because I know you got a lot of things going on. So for the people who do not know, you know, give them your name, your background, and uh, what we got going. Sure. So my name is Alicia Kozakevich. <laughs> I'm gonna I, had a little, I, had a, I had a little trouble on that uh, during the edit. You guys are not going to see that, but, you know. Or you might. We'll see. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see my background. Um, where should I? Wherever so, you want to begin. So not my story, then. No, yeah, just okay. your background. Let's see. So my background is that I have a master's in forensic psychology. Okay. I received it in Chicago about a year ago, and it was it was a really fun program. I learned a lot. I learned the other side of sort of the textbook version of what I had been doing for 15 years mm -hmm. with my advocating, so that was really great. Mm -hmm. And now I am working on more of a motivational speaking and acting career. Awesome, awesome. That's good stuff. So let's go back to like uh, the origin story, just to you know find out a little bit more about yourself, where you're from, where it's you like were raised. Like a comic book character, I like it. Exactly. I mean, I'm I like, like I'm like uh, in in Batman because my last name is Freeze, so I would be the Freeze character. But uh, yeah, so what what would be like your origin story? And so give us uh, the background of all of all that, and be able to tell your story, and then how you got to the point of doing the motivational speaking and things like that, and starting uh, the Alicia Project. Uh, and all those things of that nature. Sure. So when I was thir started when I was 13 years old, really. Okay. And I was a really typical average kid. I was, I was pretty shy, not overly self-confident. I was just a kid. Mm -hmm. And it was the beginning of really the internet entering the home. Mm -hmm. And parents didn't really know how to use it and they didn't know that it was overly dangerous because there was no PSAs, there were no seminars, and there were no speakers. Mm -hmm. There wasn't anything to go on to say, hey, this is dangerous. Right. And I can remember that, I just kicked you, I'll kick you a bunch of It's all good. Fun. <laughs> and I can remember that my friends from school were all of a sudden no longer going to the park or the mall or the movies. They wanted to stay indoors and stay online mm -hmm. and be on the computer. Mm -hmm. So in order to maintain my friendships, I got online and started talking to my friends from school who introduced me to their friends and their friends and their friends. And I have to tell you, it was sort of like a middle school utopia. Mm -hmm. I think this was before kids realized that cyberbullying was even, even a thing. The not-so-cool kids were talking to the cool kids, and right. it, it seemed really great. Around what year was this, would you say? 
2001-2002. Okay. And it was really <clears throat> wonderful in terms of self-expression for me. Since I was so shy, I felt that I was able to express myself, to really be who I felt I was, whereas in person I was always like, oh, no, don't call on me in right. class. And most importantly, I felt safe. Mm -hmm. My mom was there, my dad was there, my brother was there, my dog was there. Nothing and no one had ever hurt me in my home before, and nothing and no one ever could, mm -hmm. or so I thought. Mm -hmm. And there I was online, having a grand old time, talking to friends from school, being a kid, and really no different than today. Mm -hmm. And so through a process of meeting friends through friends through friends, I was introduced to the person who would later abduct me. But first he was my friend, mm -hmm. or so it seemed. What he immediately did was he began to groom me. And grooming is so simple. It's basically brainwashing. It's telling a kid what they want to hear versus what they need to hear. Mm -hmm. And they make these predators make a child feel all the things that they don't feel every single day. I don't think anybody feels every single day beautiful and important and special and unique and handsome and all those things. Right. And I think it's hard. It is hard. I don't think it is. I know it's hard. It's hard to be a kid today. Mm. I think it's harder now than it ever has been. Kids don't feel like they're good enough, handsome enough, fit enough, wealthy enough, pretty enough, this enough, that enough. And then on the internet, a predator can make them feel like they are enough. Mm-hmm. And that's what this person did to me. He acted as though he was a boy around my own age and that he was a friend. Mm -hmm. And that's really easy to do. And over a period of eight or nine months about of this grooming process, I agreed to meet him. And to this day, I really cannot tell you why. It doesn't make sense to me. If I look back at it, all I can think of is that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. It was New Year's Day 2002, and it was super, super duper cold. It was freezing outside. Mm -hmm. Soon it will be here. It's, oh, yeah, it's, it's coming. Right, it's right around the corner. It's coming. I had to put on a sweater this morning. Mm -hmm. it's happened Luckily, we've had a lot of uh, sun lately we it's here in September. We have, but it, it's coming. Yeah. But anyway, it was really cold, and my family and I were having a celebratory New Year's dinner. So mm -hmm. it's New Year's Day. And at some point between dinner and dessert, I asked my mother if I could be excused from the table. Mm -hmm. And in her mind, I went upstairs to lie down. But in reality, I slipped out of the front door and walked out into the coldest, darkest, iciest night of the year. Now, I didn't take my coat, and I left the door open just a little bit because I was planning on coming right back through it. Mm -hmm. And I walked outside and stood there for a moment, walked about a block or so up the street, and if I turned around, I could still meet, see my house so I felt safe. Mm -hmm. And I stood there for a moment and finally my intuition spoke up. That little voice inside of you that I urge people to always listen to. Mm -hmm. Mine spoke up too late. Mm -hmm. It said, Alicia, what are you doing? This is really dangerous, go home. And I went to turn around and I heard my name being called. And next thing I knew I was in a car and this man was squeezing my hand so tightly that I thought it was broken. And he was barking commands at me. Be good, be quiet, the trunk's cleaned out for you. And I believed him. It wasn't, it wasn't an origin story where I was a superhero and I could grab the wheel and crash the car and mm -hmm. use my magical superpowers. Not the superhero yet. Not the superhero yet. No, absolutely not. Terrified little girl. He drove about five hours from Pennsylvania to Virginia where he took me to his house and held me captive in his basement dungeon where I was tortured and brutalized and in ways that 
I can't even put to words. On the last day that I was there, which of course I, I didn't know that this was the last day, he said, I'm beginning to like you too much. Tonight we're going to go for a ride. And I knew that at that point it was game over. He was going to kill me. But thankfully, that was the day that law enforcement broke in that door, cut the chain from around my neck, and set me free and gave me a second chance of life. That's awesome. I yeah, mean, I am so lucky to be here. Absolutely. And uh, one of the things that I would say has stuck out the most to me when I when you initially sent that link to me was, wow, I, I love the way you were able to react and recover from that situation and be able to turn it into a positive situation to be able to help other people and to be able to prevent that from happening to other people. So I absolutely love the way you've been able to react and and I love where you're going in the future. Um, I, I just see great things happen for you in the future. So uh, out of all that in, in, the, in the situation, you were able to start the Alicia Project. Um, so tell us a little bit more about that and some of the great things that you've been able to do and you know how it felt like whenever you were getting to the point of being a public speaker and, and things of that nature. Yeah, it, it wasn't easy. And I didn't expect it to be. I knew it was going to be difficult. I knew that my life wasn't going to go back to normal, but I didn't know how hard it would be. Mm -hmm. I was homeschooled and I mean that, that wasn't terrible, it was difficult because all of a sudden my mother knew all of my assignments and it mm -hmm. wasn't like, well the teacher didn't give me anything today, it, right. was, it was serious schoolwork. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like I really couldn't go outside. I went from one prison to another because the second I went outside, people would come up to me on the streets and they would say something, sometimes not so nice, and other times they would try to be supportive and still in the process were not so nice. Right. So it was very difficult for quite some time just trying to get life back together even though life was completely different. And my story was being told time and time and time and time again by the media mm -hmm. and through rumors and it just got so ridiculously out of hand. And it didn't seem to have any sort of purpose. Right. And it was being told in so many different ways that wasn't helping anybody. And I realized that kids my age were making the same mistakes that I was, that mm -hmm. it wasn't like I was the only kid and now this is over. That's not what it was like at all. So I decided, along with my family, to go out and start talking to kids. I was 14 years old, and I went and just started telling kids my story mm -hmm. because I didn't want this to happen to them, and I knew that it could, and I wanted to protect my peers. That's awesome. And then, uh, so so after that, um, you got into doing speaking. So how did you even initially get to the opportunity to be able to speak in front of these kids and, and things like that? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I, it just, it sort of happened. It. I used to say that I was rescued for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I think people say things like that a lot, that this happened in my life for a reason. And I thought, okay, that's true, that I'm just going to keep going and whatever higher power it may be, whatever you want to call it, I'm supposed to be doing something with this. And it seems like since I started talking, life has just sort of gotten wheels of its own and kept going. Mm -hmm. I, I really don't know. If I was to sit down and break it down, I don't know. My first presentation, 
I do know it was with a group of Girl Scouts. Okay. And I stood before them, and honestly, I was so shy and so scared and couldn't put words together for my story that I'm pretty sure I didn't do anything but stand there and shake. And my mother was sitting behind me, and she was, like, feeding me, not lines, but sort of, like, okay, <laughs> trying to keep, get me to keep going. But I was so terrified. And afterwards, even though I'm sure I didn't say very much, the kids got it. And mm -hmm. they came up to me, and they understood. It wasn't so much my story. It was my sharing of my pain and experience with them, mm -hmm. not so much the words. And it was effective. Right. And that was a huge turning point for me is that I realized, wow, this can make a difference. And I was so scared at first. How does one little girl, one little voice really I was trying to change the world who mm. would listen to me but I found out that people did oh yeah absolutely and this is kind of where you started to become more of a motivational speaker um, so when you when you do all these speaking engagements and things like that what um, is the value that you're looking to provide whenever you speak to an audience it depends on the group mm -hmm. because I will speak to pretty much anybody mm -hmm. a lot of it is internet safety based when I speak to kids. Mm -hmm. It's how to stay safe online, but also how important self-confidence is mm -hmm. in that, that you have to be strong internally to be able to go out in the world and face it. Right. That the world isn't just a happy-go-lucky place, that it is difficult, that there are ups and downs, but you can get through it. Mm -hmm. And that's a big part of my message is that Yes, my story is horrendous, for, for sure. And people constantly say to me, oh, well, I went through something, and it's not as bad as what you went through, and it, it drives me insane when people do that. Mm. Because, yes, it is. It's your experience. You can't put a value on trauma. It could be whatever it may be. It could be an abusive relationship. It could be a troubled childhood. It could be substance abuse. It could be... Be many physical injury things. it could be absolutely anything right that you have to overcome and that's what's important is that you have to overcome it but right. it's not easy right not at all no and I think that people feel that it's going to be that your life is going to snap back or the people around you think okay well it's been three weeks they that they should be better by now mm. and that's not what it's like that it takes time and it takes your time and that it's it's okay for it to take time. It's okay for you to cry and scream and break down. In fact, sometimes you really have to hit rock bottom, complete solid rock bottom before you can find out how high you can spring up from it. Mm. That's awesome. I mean, that, that's a great quote right there. Um, so what are some of the things that you're working on right now and working towards? Um, because you also have the, you do the motivational speaking and um, you're also branding that as well. So you have the Alicia Project and you're also looking to do uh, some other things as well. So what are some other big things that you're working towards um, even right now at this moment? Well, I've discovered that I have a mission and I have a passion. Mm -hmm. And my passion was always there, which mm -hmm. is acting. Good. But because my mission was so huge, it felt that it was impossible to follow my passion. Mm. That to step away from the mission was stepping away from these kids. Right. And that I felt that I would be guilty if something happened to the world. Maybe I could have talked to that kid and it wouldn't have happened to them. And I felt that it was my responsibility. Mm-hmm. But I've learned that it's okay to step away from your mission and also, not that I don't love that, mm. but in a different way to follow 
who Alicia is without this. Somebody once told me that that was a reaction to what happened to me. That that was, yes, it was a choice, but it was the choice of a 14-year-old. Mm -hmm. And to live your life based on the choice of a 14-year-old for the rest of your life is a little crazy. Mm. And that it was indeed a reaction. And I realized recently that I don't feel personally, professionally successful. And by that, I don't mean, I mean, I'm, I'm hugely successful in so many different things mm -hmm. with Alicia Project. Mm -hmm. And I know that I have made a difference. But as Alicia and the who did I want to be when I grow up? Who would Alicia be had this not happened? Mm -hmm. So really trying to or working towards becoming the woman that I would have been had this not happened. Right. So now I'm living sort of in a... a duality of sorts, that I have my mission and I have my passion. So my mission's taking me to speak all over the place. In fact, next week I'm going to Australia. Really? Yes. That's a big deal because you do a lot of traveling and I, I follow you on Instagram. It seems like every minute you're going somewhere new, which is awesome. I just spent 12 hours in Seattle. I, yeah, I, I and saw. And turned right back around. It was, <laughs> it was crazy. Right. It, it, was, it was nuts. Mm -hmm. I'm still recovering. And I'm sure Australia will be quite a recovery. Oh, but yeah. it will be beautiful and wonderful and I have great memories from it. And I'm really excited to take my mission. I've spoken a lot and have been in a lot of magazines and whatnot overseas and mm -hmm. internationally. Mm -hmm. But I haven't physically gone. So I'm, I'm very excited yeah, about that. Yeah, it'll be a great experience. Right. So reaching out on a global level. Because when it comes to internet safety, it's not just here. It's mm. not just in the States. It's all over the world. It's the World Wide Web. And bad guys are all over the World Wide Web, and we need to educate our kids and educate people on how to protect kids. Mm -hmm. As far as my passion, which is acting and modeling and entertaining, really, I've discovered that I love to entertain. I like to, not that I'm overly funny, but I like to be funny. I like right. to make people laugh. Right. And through my story, I don't get to do that very often. People don't contact me to say, hey, come on the show and make people laugh. It's more come on the show and make people scared. Right. Right? So it's it's. Well, we're going to change that here. I feel like this is going to be the turning point um, for that. So, you know, um, we'll definitely get into the acting for sure. Because I, 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 that's what I want to learn more about too and, you know, how you're getting into that. So. Yeah, I, I love it. I it, it sets my soul on fire. And I found that it's something that I'm – actually very good at because I do have so much emotion to draw on. Mm. They say the one thing that you really need to do to be a great actor or actress is to live your life so that you have experiences. Mm -hmm. And boy, do I. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like the people that may be watching that maybe that want to be an actor or actress, um, they can pull some things uh, that you're doing um, and, and things like that. So what are some things that uh, inspired you to um, want to get an acting or who is uh, an actress that inspires you uh, or, or who would you like to become or what kind of parts would you like to play and, and things like that well what's fun about acting is that you can live a million lives mm. you can you can learn to fly you can have families, you can kill people, you can die. <laughs> right. You can live so many lives. And that's what I think is so exciting is that you can explore depths of yourself that in a lot of ways, hopefully you never 
do mm-hmm. have to reach those sorts of lows or even the sorts of highs that you might reach that mm-hmm. are are really larger than life and for me it's as far as what I would love to act in I'm so open and I really love that but I could see myself and I don't know why but in some sort of like action movie okay I would love to do that I really would I'd love to sort of be the the kick-ass woman (laughs) you ever see because I love movies you ever see like Kill Bill before yes oh my gosh I I love that movie like I could I could totally see you in a part like that I would love that but also my passion is to make people feel okay to inspire them to motivate them to make them feel an emotion and it doesn't have to necessarily be fear mm-hmm. or happiness. It could be sadness. It could be anything. I right. love to take a room and sort of conduct and say, okay, now feel this, feel mm-hmm. that. And I've had so much experience doing that as a motivational speaker for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So um, what, what are some of your favorite movies or actresses that maybe inspired, inspire you and the people that you may look up to? So I love Amy Adams. I think, Amy Adams? Yeah, I think she is great. Uh, I just sat down and had my husband watch Enchanted (laughs) and he was not excited at first because it starts out like super cartoon and he was like is this a joke right and I was like no 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 it's really good and it's funny and we actually watched it and and we loved it and that's one of my favorite movies because of her ability to just stay happy through Mm -hmm. it all but even though when at one point she's like I'm mad and she's like really excited about it. Or I'm angry, she says. Uh-huh. She says she's angry and she's allowing herself to sort of feel emotion. And I think that's something that is so important in the world that mm-hmm. we allow ourselves to feel. I think in today's society, we sort of steer away from our feelings because mm-hmm. we are so attached to these devices and maybe we'll type our feelings, right. but we won't experience them, experience them. So I think that that is just a great message in that movie that isn't really the, the point of it. Right. But there are just so many movies that I love one of my favorite movies is Practical Magic. Practical Magic, yes. okay. Sandra Bullock is another one of my favorite actresses. Oh yeah, she's good. I actually just watched one of her uh, Goldcast videos not too long ago. It's really good. Yeah, I love her. I love that she's she's beautiful and she's strong and her carries her characters are always empowered, mm-hmm. but so many of them go through something terrible. Or Miscongeniality is one of my absolute favorite movies and. It was actually really quite popular at the time that I was abducted. Mm. And one of the law enforcement officers who rescued me, I thought he was the guy in that movie. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it was FBI and <clears throat> right. it, it, it was silly, but of course I wasn't in a very good frame of mind. Right, right. But that's, so those movies are, are very personal to me. And I think that's what's so great about movies is that they become so personal to you and and you know about these characters, or even when it comes to series, I'd love to be on a series, and then you're, you have a whole life story. It uh-huh. seems, and there's series like How I Met Your Mother that when it ended, like these are my friends, come, right. come back, yeah, come back, don't go anywhere. Exactly, that's a that's a great show. Um, so, do you have like, uh, have you done any uh, acting recently, or um, how are you actively pursuing roles and? Um, getting auditions and things of that nature. Well, I'm with an agency here in Pittsburgh. Okay. What's the name of the agency? Talent Group. Okay, good. Yeah, it's a great agency. And really, people will tell you when you go into this that it isn't easy. And you know what? 
it's not. <laughs> <laughs> right. It really is a lot of rejection. And you have to know that when you go into that room, that you gave it your best mm -hmm. and that it's not up to you anymore, that it's up to the fates to say if you get that role. But mm -hmm. you did your best, and if you get it, you're going to be happy and you're going to be prepared. But if you don't get it, that's fine. Go on to the next audition. Mm -hmm. And it really is. It's a lot of auditioning. It's a lot of doing your best and trying and putting yourself out there, mm -hmm. which can be a lot of fun. I actually love the auditioning process. I okay. love the challenge. Okay. I love to stand before the cameras. I've been standing before cameras since I was 13 years right. old. Right, you're used to it. I am. And standing in a different way and being challenged in a different way, it's just so much fun. Cool, cool. Um, any um, like interesting roles that you auditioned for? Um, anything that you can share on those? Well, I can't share too much about what I've auditioned that's for. I, that's why I kind of had a feeling from trying to get the inside scoop. But I am going to do films, and one film that will be released, it's a short film. It's called The Triangle. And okay. I can't say much about it. Okay. But I, I got to do a lot of really interesting things. It was it was a wild ride. Okay. Any, like, uh, can you give us, like, any sat, uh, inside scoop on when it's coming out or anything like that? So these projects take a whole lot of time. Okay. And there is a lot of editing and oh, a yeah. lot to do. I think people feel, that when you look at that, the, the credits at the end of the movie that go on and on and on, you're like, how many people can work on this? Oh, yeah. No, really, that many people do work on oh, it. Oh, yeah. And it really does take that amount of oh, time. Yeah. And each of those people has a very distinct role, and they have to complete that role before it can go on to the next level. It's a lot of work. There's so much work behind the scenes. You look at the actors and the actresses, and you think, wow, they're that takes a lot. But it's really the people behind the scenes oh, that yeah. have... The serious heavy lifting. Absolutely. I mean, I, I totally get what you're saying. I mean, I have a background in uh, digital film and video production, so doing you even doing doing shows like this. I mean, it takes time. There's an editing process. I mean, we can't crank these out, um, you know, in hours. I mean, it literally can take. I mean, if you're working on a big project, months. Um, just, oh, absolutely. Oh yeah, just in editing alone. Um, so I I know what you mean. Um, so uh, I, I totally feel you there. Um, any other big projects uh, coming down the pipeline, or 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 anything exciting that you like? What would be a part that you would really want to do like tomorrow and start working on? I think a sitcom. The sitcom. I think a sitcom would be a lot of fun again to make people laugh. So like a comedy sitcom. Yeah, and to show myself as somebody differently. People see me as this. I say it seems like I've been life-casted, mm -hmm. not typecasted, but life-casted, and to morph into somebody else and to introduce myself to the world in a different way mm. would be really great. That would be awesome. So how would you describe like the brand that you're building yourself as a, an actress and a model and things like that? How would you describe that process as you're building that and moving more towards that direction? Because one of the things that you did just recently do was release your website, right. which I think came out really well. So how would you describe that process in the, the branding of uh, Alicia and moving into that direction? Well, it was difficult at first because I was trying to figure out if I wanted to go with the stage name. Mm -hmm. Because honestly, my name is really well known. If you Google it and if you type in the first few letters of my name, it auto finishes on uh -huh. Google. It's a well known I'm not name. at that point yet. <laughs> will I will be. <laughs> but it, it's a well known name, but what it's known for is for my advocacy and my motivational speaking. So, really trying to create a new form of Alicia and one that is probably easier to spell and pronounce. <laughs> so it was funny. Oh, I spent a whole day with my husband. We were driving 
in everything, every street sign, every everything I saw, I went Alicia Cloud, Alicia Tree, Alicia Piranha, Alicia Sky. I mean, it was crazy. Uh Trying to figure out what name would fit well. Mm -hmm. And finally, I decided to go with Kozak. It's what my grandfather went as. It's what my dad went went by so it's it's a family name i'm still very attached to it and it's still me Mm -hmm. but it's a different branch of me Mm -hmm. which is really exciting to to build up this person and even with social media i have my alicia project Mm -hmm. but i also have it's alicia kozak and on that i can be more alicia and post the selfies and pictures of my puppy and just be silly mm-hmm. and be me versus on Alicia Project, it was always about the mission. So having that sort of thing has been really wonderful and a chance of self-expression mm-hmm. that I haven't gotten. So, I mean, I talk about internet safety all the time, and I always try to tell people, too, that it's not all bad. Right. Of course. I mean, that's how we connected. Oh, yeah. There's so many chances for creativity and learning and everything under the sun but we have to remember that it is the world wide web and with that comes all the good and all the bad right i'm definitely a big believer in um you can always turn a bad situation and equally get the same uh same amount of positivity out of it as well um there's a great quote that i like to go back that kind of says this as well it says um you know every adversity every challenge uh, has the equal or greater has the seed of an equal or greater benefit, and I'm a huge believer in that. So whatever your adversity may be, whatever your challenge may be, there's definitely a an, a seed of an equal or greater benefit out of it, and I and that's why I believe you're going to be such a big success. I mean, the, the only good only good and greater things could come out of this. Like there's there's no way in my mind or in my thought mm-hmm. process that anything else, you know, other than good could come out of this. So that's why I'm glad to have you on. Um, and one of the great things that I feel um, that will happen, let's say, you know, five years from now, what what, um, what would you want to say to yourself um, five years from now? Because we're recording. We, we can actually watch this five years later. So what would you want to have accomplished at that point in time? What, what, what would you want to say to Alicia five years from now? That's difficult because I always think about what I'd like to say to Alicia five years ago. And that doesn't help, really. We can't focus on what we would have told ourselves in the past. Right. What I would say to myself, but I do think about that. I think about, I do, I sit there and I have these little fantasies that future Alicia comes back and says, you know what? It's all good. Just keep going. Just keep trying. It all works out no matter what. It may not work out the exact way you planned, but it's going to work out and you're going to be so happy with where your life is that everything added up to this moment and it's perfect for you. Mm, that's awesome. So um, what are some other things that maybe, have you ever, um, what are some other things that have maybe interested you? Have you ever um, even thought about writing a book or branching out into different avenues like that? Um, what, have you ever thought about any things of those nature, of that nature? Pretty much from the first day of my recovery, it's been, when are you going to write your book? When are you going to write your book? When are you going to write your book? <laughs> well, I'm not saying it necessarily. I'm not, no, to, I'm yeah. not. No, no, no. I, and I wasn't ready. Mm. I absolutely was not ready because it felt like there was this book, and when you closed it, it was the end of Alicia. The end. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't where I wanted to end. It was almost, it was a weird psychological thing for me. Mm-hmm. And I wanted the book to be about more than my story. I wanted it to be about 
my journey, not mm-hmm. just to recovery, but to happiness and success. And right. I wasn't quite, especially not right after I was recovered, but I feel now that I am somewhere that I could write that book. And I, I feel now that I'm outside of my trauma. I've realized this recently that it's sort of that there's this dark, rainy cloud over here and I can look back at it, but I'm over here in the sunshine. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I can reach in and I can pull stuff out and I can write the book, but I'm not going to get sucked in and get rained on right. and drown. And it is. It's something I've been thinking about lately. It's a lot of work and it's going to be really a difficult process because I have to go over things that I don't ever want to do any research on right in order to do it well actually something that um, even better um, have you ever thought about maybe doing a blog or even a, a daily vlog because I feel like following your story either in a blog format or in a daily vlog on like YouTube or something like that would be a very interesting story to follow and to see where you came from and to see where you're going um, that's what I'm interested in because I feel like I said before I feel like where you're going is definitely a bright future so have you ever thought about doing a blog or on your website or doing a blog uh, type thing absolutely I'd love to start a YouTube channel I think it would be a great way to sort of control my image and to also show the world what I want to show right and to have it be entertaining and educational but at the same time also focus possibly on missing children cases Mm -hmm. and tying it all together into the package that is Alicia so it's something I'm working on I actually looked at yesterday and it was like are you sure you want to do this and I was like literally I was like I don't I don't okay no (laughs) so I I, something that I plan to do probably when I get back from Australia okay I I think I'm gonna sit down and start working on that I just don't quite know what I'm going to include Uh, at this point because I feel like that uh, doing a a daily vlog or you know however you would want to do it um, of you being funny and and all the different emotions and and actually you know presenting yourself as you you want people to see you I think that'll be a a great opportunity to be able for people to be able to connect with you interact with you uh, comment on different videos that are going on and say this is going great or even uh, actually what you should do when you're traveling to Australia Start recording a little bit of it. I'm thinking it. about it. Put it, in, put it in your stories. I, I, I'm starting to be a little bit more of a believer of uh, putting more of your vlog uh, type things in your stories on like Instagrams or in Snapchat because people can follow that. And then if you want, you can just keep a copy of it. And then if you want to do like an edited version and put it on uh, YouTube, you can do that too. So uh, I, w- I, would, I would do the traveling to Australia trip and the different experiences because, you know, for someone like me who's never been to Australia can actually see you going there and I can kind of vicariously, you know, live through you a little bit and see how that experience is. I have 16 hours on a flight, so it just might be like <laughs> right, you hour just four. <laughs> I'm bored. Right. I have peanuts. I'm really hungry. Send help. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Watching it, they got this movie plan. I mean, it could be simple stuff, but, you know, um, it's very interesting. People, you know, would watch and follow that type of stuff. That's what's really cool about social media is that where it is now, we really can show the world who we are. Mm-hmm. Not even through a lens. I don't, when I say through the lens that we want, I don't mean through Photoshop and right. filters, mm-hmm. which can be, you know, filters are fun. Right. But that we can express what 
we want in a creative way like we've never been able to and stories is a great way to do that oh I, yeah i love that i love being able able to reach people a lot of people email me on a daily basis and tell me their own stories or or, or say really nice things and i, I really appreciate those and it, it's very inspiring but at the same time, all they have is really what the media has told them about me. Mm -hmm. What they research through different newscasts and different television appearances. Mm -hmm. So having that, look, this is what I want to show and this is my voice. Mm -hmm. And that's what we have an opportunity to do now. Absolutely. But we have to be careful with that. Right. Absolutely. And I feel like, <clears throat> um, you know, you, there's already stuff out there of, you know, what people may perceive you to be right now. but as you continue to, you know, create your own content, uh, as you, you know, start to develop your brand even more, you can start to overshadow that, you know, let's say, in a, you know, in a few years, and then they may even slowly start to forget even what happened in the past and start to say, no, that's Alicia the actor, that's Alicia the model, uh, and things like that. That actually makes me tear up. <laughs> I'm gonna start crying. That's my no, don't do that here. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. Um, but that is my, that's one of my ultimate goals is that that Wikipedia changes and I can use my story to still help people but it's not the first thing that matters that I am more than my story and I think of like one of the big things for me and this sounds so silly but I've been on so many different talk shows and when I'm on it's I'm so glad you're safe. Tell me about this. And it's really dark and somber. Right. And then the celebrity will come out and they'll be like, oh my God, hi. And people dance. And <laughs> right. They'll talk about their shoes and their haircut. Right. And, and maybe that's not more real, but it seems that that person matters more. And that's one of my goals is to go on a show and to not talk about this. I mean, maybe it'll be a small point part, right, yeah. but maybe not even. Right. That it would be talking about a role that I'm in. Right. That it would be just complete nonsense conversation. Uh -huh. That it would be going on one of the night shows and playing one of those silly games. Like, I would love that. That is one of my my big goals is to to make the story this big, but to make Alicia... When I say big, I don't mean that, but to just, like you said, to overshadow mm -hmm. that it's not the only thing that is out there. That when you Google Alicia, it's all this other stuff, mm -hmm. but that's also part of it. But somebody did tell me something, and I thought it was, it was really great. They said that acting is really the one thing that could make my mission and my message so much stronger. Right. Because people will listen more, and I will have more opportunity, and people will be looking at it more at the same time. And that's really awesome that they could play off each other yeah. so well. Yeah, and, and like I said, that's what I'm a big believer in. I mean, um, you know, I, I just feel like um, you're going to be a, a big success. I mean, it's just that you're just at the point where you just got to put in the, the time and effort to start pursuing those. Uh, and you're, you're just kind of in the transition phase. But I just feel like as we're progressing even more, um, seeing you progress and moving forward into getting those acting roles and, you know, starting that sitcom and stuff like that. I, I, I'm looking forward to that. Like, I, I really am. You're going to be a fan? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm, 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 I'm definitely going to be a fan. I'm, <laughs> I'm a fan now. Um, but, uh, yeah, those are some, some uh, definitely some great things. It's exciting. It's oh, yeah. really exciting 
when I introduce myself to people now, for a long time, you know, when you're sitting on a plane mm -hmm. and you talk to the person next to you, and then they don't stop talking a lot of times, but <laughs> talk to the person next to you and it's always business or pleasure. And uh -huh. for me, it's always like, well, business-ish. I don't really know what right. this is. And then they say, oh, what do you do? And I say, I'm a public speaker. Oh, what do you speak about? And then it goes into this really long story and they're, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're safe. And they hug me and it gets like really awkward and sad for the rest of the flight. Mm -hmm. But now when I say, I'm a motivational speaker and an actress, people have a completely different image. When I say that they're they're not sad. They might still ask what I speak about, but mm -hmm. just because I said the word motivational, they're like, oh wow, that's so you're so strong. Mm -hmm. It's a completely different flavor, really. Mm. That's awesome. Um, so what would you say to somebody that may be watching that wants to be an actress or an actor? Um, what are some maybe some advice, some tips, some tricks that you would say to somebody that wants to, you know, just get their foot in the door? As with anything in life, just start walking. Just start going. That door may not open. That door may be locked for right now. Mm. Sit there and bang on it and say, hey, 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 I'm here. Hey, 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 hi, hi, hey. That's what you have to do. You have to be... Persistent, And really, this is advice towards myself right now because I'm not quite where I want to be yet. I'm, I'm starting. But that it isn't easy as I don't think any career is and I don't think anything worth it is. And that success is not overnight. And I think even when you do reach a point where you're like, wow, I made it. I don't know if anybody's ever like, wow, I made it. I think they're always wanting to do more. Mm. I feel like maybe, I don't I thought that, by the time I was the age that I was, I'd be like, oh, I found myself. We're always looking for ourselves. Oh, I'll find out who I am. But maybe we never do that either. Maybe it's just this long journey of, of life where we're constantly changing, our goals are changing, and we're trying to keep up. And that's not easy. And sometimes we fall back and fall down. But it's okay. Always get back up and keep going. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so is there anything um, like that you do on a daily basis that, um, you know, kind of in just wrapping up, um, what is the message that you would want to leave on people um, when they meet Alicia, when uh, uh, ever some, whenever someone meets you or talks to you, or what's the impact that you just want to leave behind that you would say would be your legacy? While she's strong, she's brave, and she's a heck of a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I'd really like that. And I, people a lot of the time, a lot of the time apologize to me when they meet me. Oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. When I run into old friends that I haven't seen in years, it's like I was just rescued yesterday. Like, oh, oh my God, are you okay? Right. Are you, are you okay? You're like, chill out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm great. And you don't have to apologize. Or people are like, wow, that's a great story. And they're like, oh, you know what? I don't mean great. I'm like, yeah, it is a great story. I'm rescued. It is great. I'm really happy. Last year, I graduated with my master's degree in forensic psychology. Congrats. I Thank you. I got married. Things are really great. That doesn't mean that they're always going to be great. Life is ups and downs. But that overall, it is really great. Awesome. And that's what life can be if again we just keep going that we don't really label ourselves a survivor or a victim that we're just people mm. 
Absolutely. That you're so much more than your story, whatever it may be. Right. And then uh, what would be the best way for somebody to get in contact with you? If, if someone saw you and they wanted to get you for a gig or just wanted to reach out to you just to, you know, catch up with those vlogs that you're going to come up with, with pretty soon. How, the how pressure can, is on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Putting out a little challenge for you to see if you actually Well, now I have to do really good. I'm going to watch this in years and be like, oh, look at all those hopes I had. No, uh, I'm just... The bum. No, we're gonna keep the hope alive. We're, <laughs> we're gonna do all the all those things we talked about. So, what would be um, what's the best way someone could get in contact with you? Maybe it'd be on uh, Instagram, Facebook. What, what would be the best uh, way to for someone to be able to reach out? Well, there's many ways. Of course, there's through my website, which is aliciakozak.com. And then on all social media, I, I've tried to keep it. What they say to do is to keep it uniform. Uh -huh. It's at it's Alicia Kozak, which I've learned is confusing because the it's and then they're confused. But it's uh, at it's Alicia Kozak, and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, all of those various things. Please feel free to reach out. I recently moved back to Pittsburgh, and I'm hoping to do a lot more presentations here, get back into schools. I used to do a presentation every Friday in a school, and I miss it. I miss talking to the kids. I still do it sometimes, but people don't know I'm back. So, hey, Pittsburgh, I'm back. Uh, and anywhere else, please feel free to reach out. I'm always looking for opportunities to not only share my story, but to inspire people. Awesome, awesome. Well, I definitely appreciate you being able to come on the show. Um, I definitely feel like we're going to continue this going on even beyond the show um, because I definitely want to be able to stay connected and things like that and, and stay up to date because, I mean, who knows? In, in a few years, we may do a an, uh, a recap and see, you know, how you've progressed. You'll be on your big stage, and we'll do that show. There we go. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll, we'll do yeah. The silly, that's, the, that's the game plan. We'll do the silly game thing. Oh, yeah, we can do the silly games, the fun stuff. I mean, we're going to make it. it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I'm looking <laughs> forward to that. So, uh, yeah, so for everybody that's watching, I appreciate you tuning in uh whether you're watching or listening uh leave your comments below if you have any feedback or any things that you guys want to see uh and now that you know what alicia does does with her 24 hours i want to know what you do with your 24 hours and i hope we've added some value to you